recording live in New York City. This is WYOY Weekly News. I'm Chris Barlow, and our top story this week is wake up! Wake up! This is all just a dream, and it's still Monday night, and you need to get up early to vote in the morning. And now you're giving a TED Talk, but the audience is your entire high school graduating class, and you aren't wearing any pants, so wake up! If you can still hear me, I'm sorry to say this is not all a dream, so I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is you might be in a coma. The bad news is that the odds of us all being in the same coma are relatively low. Uh, So it seems entirely possible that on Tuesday night, Donald J. Trump was elected the 45th and final president of the United States. Mm. I'm sorry, that wasn't fair of me. We all know Mike Pence will be the final president of the United States after Donald tweets out his resignation while taking a dump at 4 a.m. next June. But until then, Donald J. Trump really is going to be president after a stunning electoral upset, which saw Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Florida all become states I am no longer welcome in. Hillary Clinton did win the popular vote, becoming the sixth Democratic candidate in the last seven presidential elections to do so. But the beauty of our constitutional system is that the arbitrary choices made to empower white male landowners in the 18th century are still empowering white male landowners today. Of course, it wasn't all bad news for the Democrats on Tuesday night, as they also managed to completely blow it in the House and Senate. Hmm. Uh, And even if that sounds bad, let us remember that at least the Democrats have a deep bench of young potential leaders like... uh, Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi. Oh, God. Well, reached for comment, Senator Bernie Sanders gesticulated so violently he simultaneously dislocated both of his shoulders. Now, Secretary Clinton and the world's most disappointed dad, Barack Obama, both gave gracious speeches on Wednesday, calling on the country to rally behind their newly elected leader, but secretly using the liberal media's subliminal messaging system to call on all Americans to protest in every major city Wednesday night. Of course, that same liberal media failed to rig the election like they were supposed to, so let's say they're just batting 500 for the year. Now, not batting 500 this year would be pollsters, because it remains to be seen how all of the pre-election polls that predicted a safe Clinton win could have been so very, very wrong. But we here at WYOY want to remind our listening audience that personally blaming Nate Silver will only make you feel better for a brief fleeting moment. So be sure to do so several times per day. And as always, killing a pollster is still a crime. It's not murder, of course, but it's definitely a heavy misdemeanor. Now, the policies of a Trump administration remain a mystery, with rumors swirling about everything from healthcare to NATO to whether Melania will tear up Michelle Obama's vegetable garden or force Chris Christie to replace it with an all-natural grove of McFlurries. Even one of Trump's cornerstone campaign promises, a total ban on Muslim immigration to the United States, has been called into question since his campaign removed that statement from his website since Tuesday's victory. This has led to wild speculation that the President of the United States may in fact be subject to the Constitution. 
But with both the House and Senate in Republican control, it seems increasingly likely that Trump will fulfill one campaign promise. His plan to repeal Obamacare and replace it with something so phenomenal he can't even tell us what it would be because we'd never believe him, it's just so amazing, care. Of course, a straight repeal of Obamacare would be subject to a Democratic filibuster in the Senate. So insiders say Trump is more likely to dismantle the subsidies, mandate, and other technical aspects of Obamacare and replace it with a system where you simply bleed out of your wherever until it stops or one of the good Mexicans mops you up. And speaking of Mexico, the logistically daunting border wall should be a piece of cake once we can copy the design of the wall Canada will soon be building on their border with us. Yes, no matter what a Trump presidency actually means, it's time to admit that this is actually happening. Just like President Obama did when he invited Trump to the White House yesterday. The president-elect called the visit a great honor, as it was the first time he'd been the guest of a Kenyan prince. Even the FAA has instituted new no-fly restrictions around Trump Tower in New York, because the last thing we need is the terrorists doing something we secretly feel good about, but can't admit without sounding like a monster. Now when do we start recording? Oh. Oh shit. Oh, well, <clears throat> in economic news, the markets had a mixed reaction to Donald Trump's victory, with the Dow plunging overnight, only to rebound to one of its all-time highs on Wednesday. Individual stocks were mixed, with big losses in hospitals and hope, but major gains in infrastructure and arsenic. Many investors were also surprised to see a drop in gun stocks Wednesday, but it makes perfect sense because for the first time in its history, America has found an even more efficient way to tear itself apart. In entertainment news, the stars were out at Lincoln Center last night for the New York premiere of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which I assume is a timely political documentary about the Rust Belt. And in tech news, Facebook announced yesterday that the social network would finally begin cracking down on the proliferation of fake news on the service, just in time to prevent the rise of fascism in November 28th's presidential election. Now, of course, we have time for a quick look at the weather. And I hope you can enjoy the cold while it lasts, because President Trump has vowed to pull out of every climate agreement signed by the Obama administration. So the forecast for the next decade is hot, with a 30% chance of Miami. Finally, den this week, we have a quick correction. In last week's episode, we reported that there is no God, when in fact there clearly is a God, a cruel one that derives sexual pleasure from the suffering of his creations. We here at WYOY sincerely apologize for the mistake and bow down to you, O oh terrifying horny lord. We are not worthy of being grabbed by your tiny cosmic hands. Well, from New York, I'm Chris Barlow, and if you think it's too soon to laugh, then I recommend a nice Pinot Noir, a warm bath, and whatever pills you can find in the medicine cabinet. If you don't start laughing, you will start hallucinating. And for once, that sounds like an improvement over reality. But like it or not, reality is something we all have to deal with, even if we do collectively decide that now is the time to take up alcoholism. So as tempting as it is to close your eyes and pretend like this isn't happening, I say open them, hug a friend, and then tell them to subscribe at WYOY.news, because I'll be back next week with the latest on Supreme Court nominee Rudy Giuliani, or 
Chuck Norris or David fucking Duke here on W-Y-O-Y. -O -Y.